three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, ladies, and gays. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're all having a great night, day, weekend, whenever you're checking this out. Um, I am very honored to have a director of a very fascinating uh, story, and I'm really excited to talk to him. He is the director and writer of the film A Little White Lie, which will be out tomorrow. Um, by the, Well, by the time you listen to this, I'll just say March 3rd, <laughs> just for, for a date. I've got uh, I've got Michael uh, Marin here. Is it Marin or Marin? Marin. Marin okay. you, you got it right the first time. Boom, there we go. <laughs> Michael, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing okay. Happy, uh, happy Friday okay. Eve. <laughs> happy Friday Eve. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of want to jump in here because... I do like to do a little research on my guests, but not too much because I do like to, you know, have the conversation be more free form. But um, the fact that you were in the Peace Corps, um, um, I found I, that. Oh, good. No, I'm sure. I'm not, go ahead. I'm okay. fine. I, I find that fascinating. But I, I guess my question is, how do you go from being a war correspondent, which I really want to dig in that here in a moment to being a director like I, I, that's such a leap <laughs> so so like kind of talk to well, me about the journey to get there well it's you know you, you live a life where you don't make any plans <laughs> um you know I, I i'm i'm just old enough that i i'm in the generation that when you know like ibm would come to campus trying to recruit or goldman sachs you know they go into the auditorium and nobody would show up because who wanted to do that? Uh, and and so, you know, I I think I always had a what's next, what's next kind of uh, take on my life. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I joined the Peace Corps uh, and went to Africa in, in large part because I had a romantic attachment to Africa from growing up watching films like Khartoum, you know, and, and, okay. and with uh, Lawrence Olivier and Charlton Heston and yeah. Zulu and um, all, all those movies and the African Queen. I mean, it was white people having great adventures in Africa, mostly. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's a whole nother subject. I can yes, it is. <laughs> um, but those films are, you know, the kind of the romance of it. And so I, I wanted I didn't want to get a job after college. So I did that. And then I wanted to stay. And I worked a little bit for the, uh, did some relief work and aid work. And I still wanted to stay because I, I was getting along. I'm, I speak Swahili for whatever, for what that's worth. Oh, wow. um, okay. And um, I, I, I spent a year in Somalia after that. It was in the 1980s before the war started. Uh, I predicted the war was going to start because it was pretty obvious. And that's what got me into journalism. I I, I, st- I stopped trying to work with the people who were making policy and started trying to expose those policies. Uh, in the late 1990s, I wrote a book about the war in Somalia that and and it, I wrote the book right around the time I, I was one. I got married uh, and couldn't like take off for eight or nine months at a time. And two, I, I was getting a little bit old to, um, you know, 
dodge bullets and and <laughs> and and sleep in the sand. So um, I wrote a book, and the book got optioned, uh, and I was able to write the screenplay to that. And that sort of set me off in a whole new direction. I, I wrote a lot of screenplays. I was able to sell them. Uh, any, I'm sure your your listeners are familiar with the business know that writing screenplays and selling them does not necessarily mean you get movies made. Exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, you, you get paid. You get paid. Um, you know, you join the guild. You you go on strike when they ask you to. Uh, <laughs> also, which also may be relevant soon. Um, yeah, you're not but, wrong. <laughs> Um, and so at one point I was talking to a producer about, um, you know, finding a director for a script of mine. And he just looked at me and said, ah, why don't you direct it? And I was like, I, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know how to direct it. I, 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 I was in a play when I was in college. Um, but beyond that, I, I, I don't know that much about it. He said, no, you can do it. Um, so I, that became my first film really. It was called the short history of decay. I actually wrote it. Uh, so I could shoot it very inexpensively with a small cast just to kind of get my feet wet and bammo, you're a director. I'm a director, you know, you, you, you uh, find yourself doing it. And um, you know, every time I directed and then I had a whole list of things I wish I'd done differently. So I took them into the next project and, um, and then you move on from there. You Do you recall that first day on set when you're like, Oh wow, this is real now. Like I actually have to like do this. <laughs> Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, I mean, you just, you just threw a segue at me if you want, if you want it to be one, which yeah, is that, um, that's the character Shriver in, 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 in this movie, A Little White Lie. It's, you know, he's, he's standing there and, um, everything sort of becomes disassociated for him. It's uh you're saying, I remember I published when I published my first book in, in 1997, I remember like almost watching myself. I'm standing in front of a large audience in an auditorium talking and giving a lecture. And, and, and I traveled around the world doing this for a while, but I bet I was very much outside myself um, thinking like, you know, who is that guy? Um, that's not me, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still the, um, you know, 16 year old kid who had a hard time getting a prom date, (laughs) you know, and and I think there's things in our lives we don't get over. And, and so you, you, you know, you, you, you you get stuck at certain points and, and, um, you know, you spend time in therapy perhaps, but ultimately, um, yeah, there's a disassociative thing. And that happened again here, you know, and I'm standing and I'm calling action and I'm looking at Michael Shannon and, and Kate Hudson standing there. And it's like, oh, my God, what am I doing? So I, I, I do uh, want to. So I do have to ask you real quick about the cast, because the cast you have is insane. Uh, top to bottom. I mean, you've got Michael Shannon, you've got Don Johnson, you've got Kate Hudson, you get Wendy Malick, you get. Uh, Divine jo- uh, Joy Randolph. Uh, you get Jimmy Simpson. Like it's like I was always, as people kept showing up in the movie. I was like, oh my god! I was like, yeah, I love them, love them, love them. I just I found myself saying that over and over again. Um, since this is really since you're still pretty young as far as in your directorial uh, capabilities, um, was there any was there any hesitancy? Was there any like? Like, oh, God, you're you. Like, how, how do you kind of navigate that as far as directing them? Yeah, um, it's kind of freaky, uh, uh, really. And, and 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 it all kind of starts with Michael Shannon. Uh, people want to work with him. And I, yes. I'm, I'm not 
delusional enough to to say, yeah, yes, Jimmy Simpson really, you know, he'd really dreamed of working with me, uh, <laughs> or, or, or or Kate or or or, or Zach Braff or, or Divine, um, who I had to really talk into it. Um, the um, but it's funny. I mean, I honestly imagined this originally as a quirky movie shot on a low budget uh in in uh, we were going to shoot in savannah and then we we're going to shoot in new orleans and we ended up shooting it in los angeles but um yeah and 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 as the cast kind of grew in 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 terms of their, their their notoriety um i didn't the script didn't change but the 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 vibe of it you know absolutely uh became very very different um and, and i think audience expectations of the film and and, and my own expectations of the film uh changed I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say that they they um became higher expectations but they, but they were different expectations now how would you say that the expectations changed from what you originally set out to make versus what it evolved into well you know um i i, I think right now i mean i never i you know it's 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 being sold as, as a, it's almost as a rom-com really with with the way it's set up with with, with kate and mike and there is the and there are those elements in there, but it, um, I mean I don't know. You can tell me you've you've just watched it, uh, but I don't I don't see it as a rom com. I, I I don't I don't either. Um, I don't I it, it's there. I think there's some stuff in it that's really funny, um, but I don't I don't I never see it as an out and out comedy. I I I I, I see it more as kind of a journey and in, 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 into into the. Uh, dark soul and 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 uh, of, of one person and, and as well as um you know this world where everybody has these ambitions and, and um you know we go into this world in uh, at this university where everybody wants to be a writer and they they all project all, all of this stuff on, on on Shriver um who doesn't necessarily understand what's what what's going on with all that projection but i have the different characters who are at different stages we 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 have uh you know kate kate's character is we we come to think of her as a really good writer who just didn't have the connections never got her work out into the world um you know and, and as one of the other younger characters says you know the only place you can find her book is in the college bookstore in the local author section which that's deliberately you know? br that's brutally delivered when that line is dropped i was like oof. but you know it's true for so many writers it's true yeah. for so many writers i know and and um and then you've got but but the young woman who says it has bigger ambitions as she says when i'm her age i want to i want to be in brooklyn with with an editor and an agent i'm not going to be here and and you know fucking Akron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know if this is a family podcast or not. Oh um, no, you get you can cuss. You're good. <laughs> okay. Uh but so it that that that's the world that's sort of set up. And then and then you 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 also have the Don Johnson's character who's a different kind of writer. You know, he's a he's a guy who's probably not that talented, who who is is we we learn is you know is kind of jealous of of uh uh you know kate's success and and puts her down and, and so that's sort of the 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 human web that 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 i i wanted to look at you know and it, and it's something i it's a world i know very very well i go to writers conference. my wife is a is a is, a, is danny shapiro who's a well-known novelist oh yeah yeah and so he um in fact we were just in, she got an award last night we were in new york city and but before that we were at the savannah writers festival in georgia last weekend and 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 we do that and, and we, you know we go to these things um and it's very um 
I, I think that the buzz in, in the movie is very accurate to, to what it's like at one of these uh, writer festivals. What I found myself constantly being impressed with is how you, I think, perfectly capture the artistic community as far as how people definitely have these aspirations of wanting to get there, whatever that definition is, because obviously that's different for whatever you know artistic avenue you're going down. But the way that certain characters feel stuck versus how certain characters feel you know holier than now as far as their positions i I found that spectrum that you were exploring really fascinating um there's this one line (laughs) where this one journalist comes up to uh to shriver and talks about how that's the beauty of internet journalism absolutely nothing is more than enough and that line i actually had to pause the movie on that line because i went oh that's a mic drop moment in a way that i comes from a place that i feel like you're definitely like, I love writing, but at the same time, there it felt like there was party that's like, I love writing, but I hate, but I kind of hate writing. I hate what right like what writing can be. Like, is there some truth in that? Because that felt like a very not an angry statement, yeah. but it felt like a very like you, like you're looking at the audience and you go, you know what I'm saying in this moment. Well, you know, it, yeah, it's funny. Um, the 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 character in it to to, to give background on the character, uh, you know, and you, which we learn in the movie is that he used to be on staff at Rolling Stone, and he had a job, and then there were cutbacks, and all those magazines are laid off a lot of people, so he ended up writing for um, I forget the exact words he used to describe it. It's another expletive what, what, yeah. he's, what he's what he's writing for, um, and he just doesn't care. He's yeah. jaded. You know, and he, and he, and and um, he what he understands is the term he doesn't. I didn't want to use the term because uh, certain terminology I think that people use today uh, can feel dated very quickly. Uh, right. But what he's really what he's really saying in 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 the the contemporary parlance is that it doesn't matter. It's just all clickbait. Yeah. That that that's what he's saying, but but uh, but I broke it down. I, I I'm very I'm always I'm hesitant when I'm writing whatever I'm writing. I I, uh, I try not to use um, you know just just contemporary terminology because that stuff comes and goes so fast these days. Yes, it does. So being a writer and, and going to this directing sphere, I, I was reading up a little on the film. You guys got delayed for a while because of uh, of COVID, right? There was a 400-day break. I didn't Damn. do the math. Someone else did. Um, wow. Between, we, shut, we shut down the film in the middle of March 2020 with eight shooting days left. When, oh. we, were able, when we were able to resume, that was 400 days later in, in 2021, um, we only had six days to shoot the eight. Mm. And, and, and then there were other issues to deal with. Uh, Divine was not, not available. Um, and, and so I had to kind of write around her part and she had that, she had a, some big stuff that would have, uh, it, it affected how we had to end up, ended up editing the film. And, uh, I mean, not that that's of any interest to an audience necessarily, but in terms of the production side of it, uh, one of our, one of our actors was, was nine months pregnant. We, we had to green screen her in later, um, which was, oh, which was a whole nother trial that months later. <laughs> um, and, and there's little tells in the movie about what was shot. 
in 2020 and what was shot in 21 and 2021 if if you really want to start looking carefully at at, at stuff and um we we tried to cover up some of it but for, for the most part it's it's just um it's there it's a movie <laughs> but you got it done though like like give, give we yourself got it, credit. we got it done yeah. yeah yeah and it's you know it it's a movie there's a there's a point where you, where, where you don't take have to just take things seriously like you know you know there's there's you know the the coffee cup that shows up in 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 Game of Thrones kind of thing. It's like, oh well, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and and I, so I will say for myself, um, doing this podcast for oh god, what are we in twenty 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 three? So I'm going on nine years of doing this. Um, one of wow. the one of the things that's always kind of driven me nuts about art and uh and the discourse is how even when you're not trying to, you're kind of feeding into that, into the machine that I think does undercut art a lot of the time, because I think I, 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 I really do believe that there is this point where kind of everyone goes, Oh, I'm a writer, but I think there's a, almost a condescending tone that can be taken with that where it undercuts the art. And I really love the way that with Shriver, there is this point where even though he is, you know, doing this terrible thing and faking it there is he becomes an artist through these experiences that he has with these other writers and the way you portray that i thought was incredibly fascinating and i found myself um there's one scene in the movie i don't want to give away but when audiences see this they'll they'll know where it feels like he really steps out of having that internal struggle with himself and starts to believe it and it was one of those moments where I went. He starts to own it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, and I'll, I don't, I won't lie. I went, oh my God, that's so cool. And I found myself cheering for him. I was like, go Shriver. Uh, sorry, quote unquote, Shriver. And I, and I was really, I was really impressed with the way that scene, um, the way you made that scene happen. I, I thought that was absolutely uh, fantastic. Um, with that said, I'm getting the bell that I have time for one more question. So, um, I really enjoyed this film. I'm going to be posting this review with uh, uh, the uh, this interview with the review when it goes live here uh, this weekend. In closing, okay, thank you. Uh, in closing, uh, Michael, I just got to ask you: at the end of the day, what do you want audiences to take away from this film? If if there's one thing you want audiences to take away from this, yeah, I, I think. Well, God, there's a lot, but I, I think really that you know we're there's some part of all of us that that that, that are kind of wounded children. Um, and, and, and that we, you know, you can kind of fake it through life in a way. And, and we're all kind of faking it because it's all kind of a game. I mean, what, why, why are some of these things really important? Um, you know, we, you create art, you try to do that. You do the best you can, you know, and, and, you know, we all feel the need to judge that art. And, and, you know, I think that one of the things that's, that comes up in the, in the movie is that it's not really clear if Shriver's you know, if the book Goat Time is the name of the book in there, if there's that book is any good or anyone actually even read it. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and so, you know, there, there's, there's a human element to all of that. We're, we're all, we're all just people, you know, kind of, kind of getting by in life and, and there's kind of a human comedy in that. And, and, and we, we need to, you know, I think we all need to just lighten up a little bit. I agree. I, I think that sometimes we take ourselves too seriously and just allowing ourselves and each other a little grace would go a long way, especially when it comes to the 
artistic community. Um, but uh, Michael, thank you so much, sir, for taking this time. I really appreciate it. Uh, before I let you go, if you wouldn't mind telling people where they can watch this movie, where they can find your work, if they can find you on social media, all that fun stuff. Uh, you can watch the movie. Um, it's it's in select theaters this week. I think over the next couple of weeks, uh, it's showing. Um, but I th think most people are going to end up seeing it on demand. I know uh, Apple TV has it up already. If you if you go if you type in a little white lie on on, on Apple, and I, and it'll show up everywhere else on on Amazon and uh, other 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 VOD locations. Um, the way to reach me is at M M A R E N on, on Instagram is really my preferred social media because it's the kindest of them all. Um, <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you know, yeah. M it's my first initial, my Michael M A R E N M M A R E N at M M Marin on, on, on Instagram. And, um, you know, I respond to people and, and there's a lot of stuff up there and the stuff about the movie and photography I do and a bunch of other stuff. Perfect. Uh, I will definitely be uh, sending you follow. Um, and like I said, I will get this up here this weekend. Michael, thank you so much again uh, for taking the time. I really appreciate hey, it's been it. Fun. Uh, yeah, it really has been. Can't wait to see what you do next. And have a good weekend. And uh, tell, tell your wife congratulations on her award. That's amazing for her. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Joshua. You take care, Michael. Bye.